has been amazing to be part of. I think we have a responsibility to get people to think differently. You have to have your vision. You can have a great connection between agriculture and people. We're a very important partner to share our experiences. Every new idea is going to contribute to what our future in food is going to look like. It gets bigger. You're enabling people to afford to live a good life. The roofscape is also the part of our cities that is closest to the sun. Culture and agriculture have a strong link. Welcome to Groove, your urban farming podcast series. We are very pleased to make you discover exclusive stories of urban greenhouses. This podcast adventure was made possible thanks to Interact Northwest Project. Today, we have the pleasure to meet Noel Murray from MTU. Hello, could you present yourself in a few sentences? Yeah, so my name is Noel Murray. I am head of the Department of Tourism and Hospitality at Munster Technological University, which is based uh, in Cork in the south of Ireland. So I lead up a culinary and hospitality school here. Uh, we have about 500 students and 40 staff uh, within the university. Um, there's about 15,000 students uh, in total in the university. And I'm really interested in the whole area of urban farming because our department is based uh, in the second city in Ireland, in Cork. And I suppose I'm really interested in looking at how we look at our urban spaces differently and how we develop and grow food in a more sustainable way. I actually come from a farm myself, so my father was a dairy farmer. Both my brothers uh, to this day are dairy farmers in Ireland. So I've very much grown up with the agriculture scene as being a, a really important aspect of life uh, and food production being a hugely important aspect. And I suppose as my career has changed and developed uh, in the academic space, my interest from my background in farming and in agriculture, uh, I see now renewed opportunities to look at the urban side of agriculture. So a very different perspective on things. I certainly have been involved in farming, uh, in rural farming for since I was a child. So very much brought up and grew up in a place where growing food um, and developing food was an important part for me. What I suppose, as I've got older, I've become much more interested in waste and how we waste so much food. I'm constantly looking at ways in which I can be more sustainable in how I consume food and so I suppose in education, it's a great opportunity to look at how you can impart that knowledge on others, because I think it's a hugely important period for our planet and what we do in terms of food production. So today you have a human farming project. What is it all about? We have a culinary department here, and within that we have a training restaurant. And so we're looking at ways in which we can develop and grow much more of the food that we are 
I suppose, using to education, to teach students, um, but also that we can consume in our restaurant. So our plan as part of the Groove project is to develop a greenhouse, which actually sits alongside our main building here as opposed to on the roof. Uh, we examined putting the greenhouse on the roof. We examined all of the sites that were available. And actually, just in terms of the location of the building, it makes more sense to build it alongside. So our plan is to, um, I suppose, develop this where we are producing a lot of vegetables, a lot of herbs, maybe more high-end products like edible flowers. And the reason we want to do this is, I suppose there's many different facets to this. One is to show students how and where food can be grown so that they understand a little bit better. Secondly, is to um, reduce our own carbon emissions. So ingredients sometimes travel quite a distance uh, before we use them in our classes. So by being able to produce and grow food on site, um, you know, it's something quite unique. And I think we'll add a huge amount to the educational learning of our students. And I suppose the third point then is, you know, the UN Sustainability Development Goals uh, have become really influential in our thinking and how we design programs and how we educate the leaders of tomorrow. So I think we have a responsibility to look at really cutting edge innovations to try and get people to think differently about food and hopefully this can have a real impact. We had been looking at the campus here originally. We've quite a big campus with a lot of green space. And so we were looking at different ways of potentially growing food um, and things that we could do. But it's quite difficult sometimes in an educational setting when the expertise might sit across various different disciplines within the university. So what I mean there is people from horticulture, agriculture, plant biologists. And then I'm looking at it from how my team can use the produce in terms of educating culinary students in particular. So we were certainly looking at the whole idea of growing food and then became interested more in the urban agriculture and reusing existing spaces. And then a colleague of mine told me about Groove. And we looked into this and we were very interested from the outset as to this is something that I suppose would provide a structure and allow us to develop something in a more cohesive way where we were getting expertise from people who really understood and knew this whole space. So I suppose that's where we found out about the project originally and we made contact and then thankfully uh, we were brought on board as one of the participants on the project. I kind of see this project so far as being the start. This was all about looking at what we do, how we could incorporate urban farming into our facilities here. So this is very much the first phase in terms of getting a proof of concept so that we can further develop this. So what I'm most proud of is I've brought together a number of different people from across the university. And I think for the first time, we're really looking at this from multi-lens approach. So different people with different viewpoints. So an example of this is 
our senior architect here on site who looks after all of our buildings and development activities in the university, when she came to one of these meetings, suddenly she said, okay, so now I can start thinking about all of our future projects and how we might incorporate the idea or the ideals or philosophy of urban farming into some of that design thinking. So for me, I suppose the greatest achievement is bringing people together uh, to look at this critically so that we can get much greater leverage from the project when we develop other activities around the university. Ireland has a, a very, um, I suppose, a unique climate in many ways. We're seen as a green country for a reason. Uh, we get a lot of rain. We get a, a nice mixture of sunshine. It's generally never too cold and it's generally never too hot. So quite a moderate climate in Ireland. And especially, I suppose, where we are in the south, I suppose we don't get those weather extremes. And that makes crop production much easier process, I suppose. And even things like water is not so much an issue always in Ireland, albeit we've become far more responsible in its usage in recent times. So our plan will be to see how we can produce all year round because we will have the option of looking at the greenhouse space, but also outdoor space. And I think for this project to be successful, it needs to be more than just what we produce in the greenhouse. We need to look at our other green spaces in the campus and utilize those. The biggest challenge for us, of course, is that as a university, we generally were educating students for about half the year and not in the summertime when maybe crop production would be at its peak. So this will require us to be quite um, innovative, I think, in terms of planning what it is we need to grow, uh, when we need to grow it, but also other outlets for the food that we produce. So it's likely that we'll produce a lot more than we need in terms of our own operation. And then we have to look at the business model around that as to how we might sell food, sell those crops, which would, um, I suppose, allow us to be you know, much more sustainable as a department because it's very expensive uh, when training students in the culinary domain. And what was the main difficulty that you had to overcome? I suppose uh, the biggest issue with all of these things is getting capital investments. So you can have a great idea, you can have a great vision, it could be a very good idea and have great uh, impact, but ultimately you're competing with other projects and other priorities from various people in the university context. So for me, that's going to be the biggest challenge is to realize the vision I see for this project the main issue will be to leverage the capital monies required to really put in a state-of-the-art facility that we can really showcase the very best and showcase leadership activity in this area. And I think as educators, we have a responsibility to do that and a unique opportunity to do it because we have students that come from all over the world. We have you know partners from other universities. So the impact of this could be much greater. The challenge for me will be to secure the funding uh, to realize it. All the food that we produce here on campus, so when I say food we produce, I mean that we cook currently. So we would cook meals here in the culinary department. And every afternoon, 
those go on sale. And we have an honesty box here where all of the meals are put or packaged in compostable containers. An email goes out to anybody who's on the listing, who wants to be on the listing, including students. And people come along and pick up their meal for maybe four euros but there's an honesty box there so meaning we don't have anybody on the fridges you come you take your food you pay for it you put it in an envelope write your name and that's it so because the population of the university is so big we do have the opportunity maybe when we produce food during the summer period to sell that to staff who are on site however a lot of staff will be on holidays so the other option we have in this space is we're also very much in a residential community. So the university was built here in the mid-1970s. Since then, Cork City has expanded and there are a lot of houses around the university. So we see some opportunities to liaise with the local community, many of whom would actually be retired in this particular area. So it could be an opportunity for some social inclusion in terms of bringing people from the community onto the university to purchase some of the food that we produce. So again, I suppose as a university, we're not a business, um, so it's not about making a profit, but we do have to look at ways of reducing our costs, and this is one particular way to do that. At Goof, we help you develop your project and overcome hardship and smaller issue. How did Goof help you in your process? I think the benefit of Goof was huge. Firstly, you have experts in so many different areas, which you need. So it's great, as I said, to have this idea of what one can do. But when you have to go and secure capital funding for a project like this, you really need to understand all of the different facets of the project. So by being involved in Groove, firstly, we're able to look at how we could take some heat exchange from our existing building and how that could be used in the greenhouse and vice versa. And we looked at water harvesting elements that we could use. We looked at the type of products we were consuming, so using in terms of our classes. And by being involved in the Groove project, it meant that somebody could look at this from the outside and go and say, right, we could produce so much of that food or These are the types of food you should produce to maximize the economic value of what you're doing in the project. And I suppose from a, an architectural point of view, you know, we got some really fascinating insights into other projects, ones that are already operational, ones that you know, had problems and made mistakes. So really highlighted to me the importance of having experts. And I suppose the piece that's not lost in, on me in all of this is that you could build you know, a beautiful greenhouse, you could have fantastic equipment, but unless you have somebody who is the, we would say the, the urban farmer, who actually takes the leadership role in making sure all of this operates on the ground, you know, it's not going to work. So I suppose it just demonstrates that you need expertise in a whole array of different disciplines in order to realize a really, really good project. So for me, Groove has been just so influential in providing that expertise. You've got to go and, and see some of them in, in real life. So like, I know myself, I looked at so many different things on the internet, reading up about different areas, but actually going to see 
farms and listening to the stories of people are hugely, hugely beneficial. So for me, it's all about looking at what others have done and not making the same mistakes perhaps that they did. So I've been involved in Groove, I suppose we got some great insights into maybe things that people did that you know worked really well or didn't work well. So I think anybody getting into this urban greenhouse space, you really need to go and talk to people who are involved in it already and just make sure you take the good things from them and maybe not to make the same mistakes that they have. At the moment, we buy crops and vegetables and they travel all over the world. And, you know, it's great that we're exposed to all of these different um, food types, but, you know, there's a cost to this and there's a cost to the environment. So I think more and more we've got to look at, we have a condensed amount of people in urban areas and we have lots of spaces there to grow food. And I think we've got to be realistic is, you know, no urban area is going to be self-sufficient but they can certainly reduce the level of travel that some of the products they consume are, are traveling. So perhaps if you can produce vegetables and you can produce different things, and then those vegetables, you're not buying a certain amount of them in the shops, then they're not traveling around the world. I think that makes a lot of sense. So I think the future is exciting, but it does need political backing it needs governments to leverage it it needs local authorities to put funding around this to make sure that they're developing their urban spaces in a way that is strategic and they can engage a local community in so today social media are very important where can we follow your project my department is the Department of Tourism and Hospitality, and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and on Twitter. My own Twitter handle is Noel G. Murray. Um, so again, I post a lot of activities that I'm involved in there. And obviously, through our social media channels and the university will be there as well. But my own one is, is where I probably present a lot of my work through Twitter. For me, what's next is to take the proof of concept, which has been developed through growth. I mean, and to really communicate that internally, I suppose, to the executive team here in the university. This won't be achieved by me alone or won't be achieved by one or two individuals. It's going to take a lot of people who have expertise and insights and the financial capacity to see this project true, to become involved. So I suppose for me, the biggest thing right now is to really communicate my vision for urban farming within Munster Technological University and really get some prominent people, decision makers in the organization to really back that idea. However, we are looking at some smaller projects, which I suppose would provide a step-by-step -step phase to this. So the Groove project provided us with this idea of, you know, sizable greenhouse alongside the building. Well, before we get the funding for that, we'll probably put a smaller greenhouse on site. I'll try and leverage some funding within my own faculty um, that we can show that this works and we can show the importance of it. I'm also looking at putting in some hydroponic towers uh, into the building, again, just to show that we can grow food inside, indoors. And again, some small level funding to show that actually, you know, this is something that has huge potential. So I think sometimes 
when you have a big vision and you're trying to show that to people, they can't see it because perhaps they don't have the same passion for it that you have. So I suppose it's really important for me to show some small level projects that may not cost a huge amount of money that act as a stepping stone uh, to really realize the full potential that I want from this project. So uh, I have a job of work to do, I think, over the next couple of months to make that happen. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Maybe it even inspired you to join the urban farming adventure. You can learn everything you need to know about Groove and our guideline on groove.eu. And make sure to stay tuned for more Groove stories of rooftop greenhouses. See you very soon in another episode.